0: Welcome back to Carleton's Corner. I'm your co-host uh, Alex. With me is our co-host Anthony, and we're coming back after a bit of a shorter week with the Leafs. Uh, if you remember our last episode, they had played four games pre- previous to that this year. This year, this week, they'd only played three, uh, going two and one. Coming off a win against the Jets last night, uh, I guess Anthony. The big we'll just jump right into it. The biggest storyline out of that game was Elias uh, Samsonov back to form.
1: Yeah, Ilya Samsonov seems to be a rejuvenated human being, especially uh, in a very important stretch here for the Leafs. I know the All-Star break is coming up soon, so the stretch isn't very long, but the Leafs have got to start uh, stringing some wins together, and it seems like uh, Ilya Samsonov, after being recalled from the AHL, did have a rough start against uh, against Detroit, and then he had a few games off, and then threw him into action against Seattle and Winnipeg, and he gave up one goal in uh, across those two starts, and... Obviously, with a shutout in one of those games, so I'm I'm very glad that maybe we can see eighty percent of what Samsonov had last game because I think that would be a lot better than what he was during the uh, first first bit of the season. Um, but no, I think every only good things to say about Samsonov. I think he made some very important saves, especially in a game that ended one nothing. Uh, so I think that uh, it's 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 very impressive to see him come back the way he has, and uh, I'm just glad that it came sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, you saw some of the quotes from him after the press uh, during the press conferences after the games, this means a lot to him. And like this is mm-hmm. a guy that we've we talked about it when he was struggling, very down on himself. And mm-hmm. right now he's he's on the upswing again. And that huge two on 0 save. Yeah, that made, was huge. I, was, I say save, but it was like three or four in a row. Yeah, that was huge. That kept them in it again. It ended up being a one goal game that literally saved the game for them. Especially it was a shorthanded two on oh and. Keith like immediately benched the power play unit after that. Yeah, you uh, could hear
1: you could hear Keith screaming from the bench. Yeah, when they were all backchecking, it was <laughs> uh, it was embarrassing to say the least. But I'm glad Sammy bailed them out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, his screaming was very quickly drowned out drowned out by the Sammy chants that rained out of the SBA immediately after that. And mm-hmm. Samsonov's quote from after the game is that he almost cried during that, which is great to hear. He's a very emotional guy. Uh, says mm-hmm. how was like his dad and his family have been like helping him through this and how tough of a time it's been, which is great to hear from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see. Um, we were, I know we were down on him beforehand, but like, of course, we want nothing but the best for this team, and he's on it. So, go Sammy! Great to see he's back to form. Yeah, y- you got it. Uh, one goal against in his last two starts with that shutout last game against Winnipeg. Also picked up the first star, I believe, are both his first the season. I don't think he has a shutout or like a first star performance this year.
1: I think it's along those lines. Yeah, I think he's. If, yeah, if, the if, Leafs. If he, I, if he doesn't have. If sorry if, if he oh, doesn't he does have, have another shootout then then I'd I'd be shocked but if he does have he actually, another one, maybe <laughs> does he, have he another does, one he, he does have oh, both I guess I'm shocked, yeah but he yeah,
0: has a uh, Nashville for nothing on December 9th. oh I do I completely that. forgot about that game. I do
1: remember that yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's good. I'm I'm glad he's back. I know, I know. After the game, they or after wins specifically, they usually do those uh, the blueprint moments and all that stuff. So it was pretty cool to see uh, Sammy attempt to give the belt to, to Matthews, yeah. who did score the overtime winner. And and the entire team plus Matthews was like basically saying no, like there's no way that anybody else deserves the belt other than other than him. Obviously, keeping them in a in a game that was zero zero for over for almost sixty five minutes until Matthews ended up scoring with. Forty-something seconds to go in overtime, but uh, um, no, it was uh, it was a great game from him, and I know he's supposed to be the starter tomorrow again against Winnipeg. Um, but obviously, it will be a much rejuvenated Winnipeg squad with Hellebuck starting, and I'm pretty sure Josh Morrissey is supposed to be back. Um, and so are after. there was uh, and Velarde, Shifley, and, and Velarde the other one. But yeah. Shifley, but Shifley, I don't think will play. But it seems like Velarde will come back, and I think Morrissey will play for most of that game. So it think, will be uh, a bit of a different test.
0: Yeah, obviously you guys will be hearing this. The game will be night of where we record this on Fridays. But uh, mm-hmm. I think Luke Fox reported today that all three guys are back in regular jerseys at practice, so they okay. could all all three could be back.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, it'll be it'll definitely be a more uh, rejuvenated squad. I know Winnipeg's yep. a very hot team right now. They're first place in the Central, um, and obviously getting their. Getting their highest score on, on their team back and Mark Scheifele uh, to return from injury, that would be huge for them if he does end up playing. Um, and obviously Gabe Vallardi's has had a very, very good season after coming over in a trade from L.A. in the Dubois deal, uh, and he's played very good. And obviously Morrissey did leave that game and not return. So again, it'll be a little bit of a tougher test with Winnipeg getting some a little bit better goaltending. I don't really know how you can get better goaltending uh, no, after but the last game, but no, Hellebuck Hellebuck, obviously one of the best goalies in the league, will be starting, um, so it'll be a little bit more of a test, and hopefully we can see a very similar Ilya Samsonov because I think he's the reason why we won that game.
0: Yeah, and uh, Winnipeg getting a Kitchener native Mark Scheifele back in the lineup. Anyways, uh, I'm didn't glad you brought here. up the <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the belt thing because if uh, if you didn't, I was going to, because um, obviously the last person to have the belt was Austin Matthews. He's the one who mm-hmm. gave it to Samsonov uh, after Seattle uh, because he stays red hot. I believe he's picked up, I forget how many goals since we last had our episode. Um, but he had an assist in the Seattle game, I want to say, and obviously scored the game winner, the only goal of the game, yeah. in overtime uh, against Winnipeg. And you have it written down here. He's up to 39 goals right now, still leads the NHL, and is only one short of his total last year in the from the full season, despite mm. playing nearly half the games. The dude, dude shooting the lights out.
1: Yeah, so we came at you guys... Uh the day before or the morning of that Vancouver Canucks game, yeah, and he did, and he did have an assist that day. But again, that was that, oh, was, that was the was day that was that was the game right after he had a hat trick plus an assist against Calgary, um, and obviously an unfortunate game against Vancouver where they did end up losing six four, albeit they did keep it close. Uh, he only finished with an assist, and then in both games since then, he has a goal in each uh, against Seattle and then Winnipeg. So the guy just seems to continue to shoot lights out. Uh, against anybody he plays it doesn't really matter who he does it just seems like he's always scoring Um, but yeah no like as you said he's still leading the league in goals by by four so there's still a pretty big cushion obviously Sam Reinhardt's having a hell of a year Uh, he's second in the league with 35 goals and then followed by Kucherov with 32 so Matthews does have a bit of a cushion um, but obviously he does need to continue at the pace that he is now and uh, I think I think Rocket is something that is uh, something that we're going to have to talk about a lot more here because the way he's going, he's definitely going to be the one to take it home. But uh, then again, we're only 46 games into the season here, so I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah, because you think of how many goals he's scored through uh, 46 games. Like he's, again, not too far under goal per game, but the guys that are behind yeah. him, like, also aren't <coughs> that far off. Just taking, like, a non a Leafs approach here for a second. Looking yeah. at the, the points leaders in the NHL is actually crazy. Like, William stop still top 10, Matthews is 12th, but Kucherov with 83 points already, McKinnon with 82, mm-hmm. wow, like, those guys are both top 5 in goals, too, like, they, they could be on Matthews's, uh yeah. behind pretty quickly here with the amount those teams score, and just a stat that I saw somebody else throw out today, uh, remember just, how many years ago is that now? Just eight years ago in the 20, or no, that's Patrick Kane. Nine years ago in the 2014 15 season, Jamie Ben led the NHL with 87 points, surpassing John DeVaris with 86 on the last day of the season. And right now we're not even at the 50 game mark yet for these teams, and they're already up over 80 points. Yeah scoring it's crazy is insane think, so yeah it's, yeah, the it's amount, crazy you
1: think how high scoring's gotten
0: yeah the amount the Avs score I would not be surprised to see McKinnon uh, even though he's nine goals back of Matthews right now in a few extra games would not be surprised to see him him uh, challenge for the Rocket same with Kucherov mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know AK in our, in our betting group chat loves those avalanche overs and they've been hitting mm-hmm. recently because uh, the amount of goals those guys score but yeah uh, and speaking of scoring, uh, didn't score in our in the last game, but picked up an assist was uh, Nick Robertson. <laughs> it's been a topic of a lot of conversations on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, played his career high in that game with 17 minutes and eight seconds of ice time because he had four goals in six games heading into that matchup. So I believe if it wasn't last episode, it was a few episodes ago. Uh, but pretty recently we were talking about Robertson being a healthy scratch in a lot of games, uh, just not finding his way or playing his way out of the lineup. Excuse me and weren't really sure what the Leafs were going to do with him, if he was going to be trade fodder, if he was going to be sent down, but seems to be picking it up recently.
1: Yeah, last game against Winnipeg, obviously, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi was not in the lineup with his wife expecting, so they did play some on the non-roster list, which then gave uh, skaters like Nyes, Nick Robertson, and I guess you can even consider McMahon, Holmberg, and um, Gregor, kind of giving them a little bit of a bigger role, maybe just, all all of them playing, and uh, obviously Nye's jumping up to the top line, and Robertson was there on the second line for a bit of the game, Um, but he, he, yeah, like you said, he had a career high in ice time with over 17 minutes, and I think that's pretty crazy considering he's averaging, like, eight or nine at most on most nights. So basically doubling your ice time in a game is, is something that's really difficult to adjust to. And I think Nick Robertson had a great game that game, uh, especially in overtime where he did force the turnover uh, multiple times in the O zone and ended up giving Matthews the, uh, the, an assist on his, on his game winning goal. So I think, no, I have nothing bad to say about him for that game. I think he he's really been playing hot. Like you said, he has uh, however many goals. I think, well, you said four, four or five goals game heading into the Jets matchup. So now he's at four or five in the last seven. So I think that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it considering... was four
0: of six, but he's got points in his last like, three or four, I want to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Considering like he's playing 90% of his minutes on the third line, I think that's, uh, that's pretty crazy to think about that Robertson's performing that well, especially with his... Uh, Obviously, point-per-game pace, he's dead even with 14 points in 28 games. So he's in an 82-game pace. He's on pace for, what, 41? So I think that's pretty great for him. Uh, He's, yeah, like I said earlier, he's playing playing great, and I don't think he really deserves to be uh, coming out of this lineup anytime soon. Um, I know Bertuzzi will be back for the Saturday game against Winnipeg, so it'll be interesting to see how his role uh, is for that game. Obviously, it seems like that Robertson may deserve a shot, in the top six over Matthew Niaz as of late, but I mean, they've they've won the last two games. I wouldn't really touch touch the lines too much, but obviously with a with a legit top six threat like Bertuzzi coming back into the lineup, it'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned some of the other guys down there, because um, oh. Just bought my knife. Whoops. Uh, Because obviously, yeah, Bertuzzi was out of the game, uh, out of uh, last game, and then someone that will miss some time now is going to be Bobby McMahon, who -hmm. was actually just placed on IR today. um, I believe reinstating Bertuzzi, but also coming off of uh, coming off of IR, I should say, uh, was Ryan Reeves the other day, who uh, I'm not sure if you saw his interview with Luke Fox, Mm -hmm. but had some uh, questionable comments about (laughs) his uh, his health being. Claiming that he is healthy enough to play, and also saying mm-hmm. that his knees are too wobbly to not like play hockey or skate at all, with knee mm-hmm. braces on both knees. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not a great look there, both on on the uh, like both not a good look for the Leafs organization or for Ryan Reeves' health. Uh, yeah. But yeah, coming off of IR, I don't think we'll see him getting back into the lineup anytime soon. But of course, with that contract, you never really know. Um, had a good start to the season; those first yeah. two games, he was a fan of favorite, and then fell off a cliff from there. So I guess it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with him moving forward.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think with you know with McMahon going on IR, there might be a little bit more of a chance of Reeves playing. But like you said, it it doesn't really make the most sense. But Bertuzzi comes back and obviously takes his spot. But um, today's in today's practice, I know Reeves was. Uh, playing on the third line, but that was only oh because Yarn Croak did take a shot off his hands and Reeves, right. Reeves ended up filling in for him on that uh, third line. I don't think Reeves will d- ever stay on that third line. Um, if anything, kind of he'll not. drop down a line. Uh, but we'll see what happens. It seems like the Leafs will roll with what they have for the last uh, last little bit with Nye's Matthews Marner, Bertuzzi, Tavares, Nylander, uh Robertson, Domi, and then I guess hypothetically Yarn Croak if he does play. Um, and then Holmberg, Kemp, and Gregor, and maybe you see Reeves replace one of Holmberg or Gregor on that uh, bottom line. But I, 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 wouldn't count on it. Uh, I think he doesn't really deserve a spot in the lineup. Um, obviously, after those comments, like calling out the organization, that that really wasn't uh, him professionally or professionally acting there. I think um, you know calling out the organization that pays your paychecks and and gives you all this insurance and and a chance of playing in the NHL I think it's interesting that he did make those comments but like you did say um, he said himself that he, he is healthy enough to be playing but then proceeded to talk about how he can't play NHL games without a knee brace so I don't know if this is another contract that ends up on LTIR for for the most of it like we uh, like we said in a earlier episode um, you know 1.3 million for or 1.35 million sorry for three years was Was Interesting. I think the term, if anything, uh, for a guy who's 39 and isn't the healthiest player, as as we all know, but uh, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with him only because I don't think he has a spot in this lineup at all. I think the only way he does play is if there are injuries. Um, So... I, I, I did expect him to play maybe against these Winnipeg in one of these Winnipeg games only because the Leafs and the Jets usually have a uh, a handful of fights in those games but well, uh, but nothing in that first game so but usually it's Shifley that does the, a lot of the uh, the disturbance so I don't know maybe we'll see something in this game on Saturday night but uh, as as far as the future holds I don't see Ryan Reeves making an impact on this team
0: no neither do I and I think it's good to point out the he was signed out of Minnesota and Mm -hmm. how he got to Minnesota was, I believe he was either signed or acquired somehow by the Rangers Yeah. who then same situation as the Leafs right now. I think he got injured and fell out of the lineup and within like two or three months of the season, wasn't a, wasn't a mainstay in the lineup and they just traded him away to Minnesota who picked him up. So I'm not sure if anyone's going to be a taker for Reeves or that contract (laughs) around the league anymore, seeing as the (laughs) wilder, not really in contention anymore. Fell fall out of the playoff race. Don't really have any cap space, so I don't know if they yeah. want him back. But uh, um,
1: it is it is good to note that Reeves is uh, essentially a variable contract. so yeah. being being one point three five. I think the burial limit is one point one five. So I do think he is two hundred K over that variable limit, but if they were to waive him without anybody claiming him, the Leafs would get one point one five million dollars in relief and would only be on the hook for two hundred thousand dollars worth of his contract. Um and then like I said, like with his with his history of what of this season at least, you know, one goal in twenty one games. Uh that's literally it. Penalty minutes at sixteen. Hasn't really put up any sort of stats. Um I think it is a contract that we can see on LTIR at one point, but we all know how people like to react to the Maple Leafs putting players on LTIR. So, I mean, the Leafs are cheating and they're third place, so I don't really know how that's working. But, I mean, it is what it is. So, um, I mean, I think... Keeping him around the team isn't a bad idea considering a lot of players do like him in the locker room. Uh, it's been a history of his. Every team he's gone to, he's always been, one, a fan favorite for how he, for the style of play and, two, a player favorite for, for, again, his style of play and how he is in the locker room. So um, I don't oppose to them keeping him up, but, I mean, there's always that option of waving him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens
0: yeah and i think uh i think that's long enough for ryan reeves i'll just end on this uh he again he is variable like you said would only be like Mm -hmm. 200k left on the cap but there's also there's some like stipulation or something with his contract that Despite him being over 35, that it technically is like a 35 plus contract. If it, w- it would be bought out, it wouldn't be the full cap hit or something. So there is that possibility as well, I believe. Um, okay. But I'm pretty sure it actually, like, the penalty the lease would incur would be more than the 200K they would have to bury him. So yeah, I feel, like at it now. I feel like it's being waived or worse. Uh, yeah, I'm down.
1: looking at it now. You are correct. It is a. Uh, um, it is, sorry, while this is a 35 plus contract, it is exempt from the 35 plus buyout rules. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's not like back-loaded it is, or something. Because it's, yeah, it's not front loaded and does not or have a signing yeah. bonus over the first contract year. Uh, so if they were to buy him out, which the next buyout period would be in June of. Uh, this upcoming summer they would incur a cap of $450,000 for the next four years Um, but if they were to just bury him it would be 200k for the next two years so yeah I don't really think we see a bio but a bio is obviously always available if they are in uh, dire need of contract space
0: I guess that also means that if they do have to pay to move on from him another team isn't gonna like be too against buying a moat because of that. Yeah, move. exactly. Uh, like we saw with like uh, I forget who else, but like Josh Bailey in the Blackhawks last year and. Mm-hmm. Uh it happens like every year. But anyways, yeah. that's enough that's enough talk on Ryan Reese. Yep. A couple of guys who aren't coming out of the lineup anytime soon. The the mainstays, the big 5, the core 5, whatever you want to call them now. Core doesn't rhyme with core four anymore, so I th- I kind of uh-huh. like big I kind of like big 5. Um The big 5. The big 5. <laughs> anyways, uh, Anthony, you did a breakdown comparing them through the same amount of games played from last season, so we'll kind of let you th- th- take them through that.
1: Yeah, so through 46 games uh this season, obviously the Maple Leafs have um, had a assortment of different point scorers, uh, it seems, it's, I don't know why, it just seems like the, um, the bulk of the scoring has come from, you know, the top three players, I mean, it's, it's usually like that, but, uh, We've always seen Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, and Riley all produce. Not at an exact similar pace, but it seems like they're all putting up points with each other. Um, this year, it does seem like Tavares has fallen off considerably. Uh, it's it's weird I mean, because just two episodes, we were just talking about how this guy was a Hall of Famer and this guy was a, def- a definitive Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, well, I'll, th- I'll just yeah, jump in
0: here. It's, it's not it seems. like We were just going through it, and yeah. I believe... Uh, I'll, I'll let you go through the rest of this, but through 30 games last year, he had 30 points through 30 games this year, he had 29 and yeah. now was only at 34. Like he's only at five points yeah. in his last 16 games. It's been tough to yeah. watch. He's completely dropped off uh, the past, like two or three weeks.
1: Yeah. So Tavares. Yeah. So going back to last season uh, through 46 games and funny enough, it was, also, the 46th game was against Winnipeg, uh, as was this year. Uh, Tavares had 45 points in 46 games um, with 20 goals and 25 assists. So, uh, you know, a point-per-game pace last year isn't crazy. But then you come into this season, and now Tavares has uh, 8 less goals with 12 and 3 less assists for uh, with 22 and then 9 less points with... Uh, Or not? that's not 9, that's 11 less points, sorry. And that's with 34 points through 46 games. It looked like Tavares was having a good start to this season too. Um, And I don't know what's gone on. I think ever since they've taken Nylander off his line, it doesn't really seem like he's been clicking to the best of his ability. Um, And obviously, as of late, they have switched him or Nylander back onto the Tavares line. So maybe we see his uh, point increase or point tally increase a little bit. but, yeah, going to Matthews now, Matthews threw 46 games last season, had 51 points uh, with 24 being goals. Um, and this season, through 56 games, he has six more points with 57, and he has 15 more goals with 39. I think that's that, insane. That it's, yeah, that side itself is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, last season, Matthews had 40 goals at the end of the season. I think he only played 70-something games. Um, but Yeah, it was like 74 or something. Considered considered a extreme down year by many. Um, and I think, you know, being one goal shy this year of your entire goal tally last year and you haven't even hit the 50-game mark, I think that's crazy in itself. Uh, he's been about out of hell this season. He's been unbelievable. Um so, I mean, can't really complain on his part there when you're scoring 15 more goals than you were last year at the same point of the season. I think that's crazy in itself. Um, but going to Marner, I think Marner is uh, probably the most similar to their last season tally. Last uh, Through 46 games last year, Marner had 55 points. Um this year he has 51 points through his 46 games and it's weird you think about that because everybody has been really like hammering down on Marner for his play this season but he's only underperforming his point total by four from last year um so I guess hopefully we can see a little bit of a boost from him to maybe get on pace though. or a little bit more. Uh, he does. He does have three more goals than he does last season, but he also does have seven less assists. So, um, yeah, which I guess, I guess is fair. Yeah.
0: You you look to him to set up the plays not really finish <laughs>
1: Exactly. Them. But, I mean, a 20-goal season for Mitch, and we're 46 games through, so maybe we can see 30 from him by the end of the year. I think that would be pretty pretty great for him. I'm not too sure if he's even hit 30 in his career. Um, yeah, yeah, he has. Um, we pull but, it out. But but 30 goals, obviously, for a guy that's a playmaker and doesn't really shoot the puck that much, I think that's pretty pretty impressive from him. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just wait until Alex yeah, can pull it up here.
0: 35 goals in 21, right. 22, and 72 right. games, and then 30 last year.
1: Right, so he has... Uh, so the last couple of seasons he hit 30, so let's hope he can do it again.
0: Something that's pretty interesting on the topic of Mitch Marner is he has been very close to 100 points a couple of times here yeah. and has never been able to reach it. So in, yeah. uh, tw- that, in that 21-22 season, he had 97 points in 72 games. Only yeah, three points off, missed 10. yeah, uh, 10 games, that is. And then last year, finished with 99 points. He had yep. the Nathan McKinnon thing of being just one away. Uh, missed two games, I think, the Leafs. Sat him for where there's the last two. I know it was the last game against. I want to say with Boston. Mm. Um, everyone was like, I'll just put put the Marlies in there with Mitch and let him get that one point. Uh, but yeah. this year, not on pace for it. I believe. Oh, wait, not. I believe. Yeah, he's played 46 games. He's played every single game uh, the team has played so far, and he's on pace yeah. for only 90 points, which would yeah, be the, or no. He's had, he's had lower point totals. Yeah. Well, that'd be the lowest in the past two seasons.
1: Yeah, but Marner's been on pace for um, 100 points three times in his career, and has there, yet there to is, hit it. Yeah because uh in the 2021 season he was on pace for exactly 100 i think well i think it was just under 100 i think it was 99.8 or something i was 67 points in 55 games um that was obviously the shortened season and then like you said in the 21-22 season uh 97 points in 72 games you can only imagine that he would have had three points in the final 10 games um and then last year missed two games in the season and finished one shy so uh um obviously upsetting for for not being able to hit 100 but i mean i don't really know what else to say i think if you're focused on getting 100 i think you should start doing it in the playoffs as well um but but we'll get onto that <laughs> another day <laughs> um, yeah
0: i mean you can also look at last playoff run though yeah. 11 games uh 11 assists 14 points on the on the playoff run they yeah. scored well it was just that when it came down to it against florida they uh dropped off a bit
1: yeah um but yeah sorry jumping to Neilander now for the uh for this pace here, so Nylander through forty-six games last season had fifty-one points, um, with twenty-four goals. Uh, and 27 assists, and this season through 46 games, he has 10 more points with 61, uh, has one less goal at 23, but has 11 more assists. So he's performing obviously 10 points higher than he was last year through 46, um, and I think that's the reason why he earned his contract the way he has. Um, that's also interesting
0: just- to see he has w- uh, only one, no, sure, one less goal right now. Yeah. But the, the scoring pace he was on.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's pretty crazy. I think Nylander's been more of a a, i don't want to say pass first guy it just seems like the guys on his line continue to score a little bit more which now translates into an extra 10 points um and then last year through 46 games obviously riley was hurt so we're going to take it at the same point in time as uh as we took everybody else's so riley had 21 assists for 21 points in 46 or through the first 46 games last season he did not have a goal Um albeit I will reiterate that he was injured um, and this season he now has seven goals 31 assists for 38 points so he is 17 points higher than he was again injury but um, it's good to see Riley performing considering he had four goals all of last season and now Mo has seven through the first 46 this season so um, I can't remember exactly how many he had during the playoffs but I can think that he had maybe four or five, which is, again, crazy considering he had four all season and then he matched that in the playoffs. Yeah, um, four exactly. So, so that's that that's great on him. Um, yeah. So just for that, I just wanted to focus on the big five. I don't want to get too big into, five uh, it's catching on into the into the <laughs> uh, into the bottom of the lineup. But uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see how how the the paces have lined up. Do you uh, do you want to add anything onto that?
0: Uh, no, because I don't think it's really worth going through any of the rest of the lineup because, uh, that's kind of the reason the Leafs aren't doing so hot is, uh, outside of the big five, there's not too much scoring going on. I mm-hmm. don't really have the stats pulled up right now, but when I do so, um, actually yeah, I closed the last season stats, so I can't even look at that, but the drop-off is pretty substantial. Like from Tavares yeah. to Domi, it's a 10 point drop this season. Um, and going goals wise, obviously from Matthews down to Willie and Mitch, it's, a uh, Bit of a drop off, but then yeah, Tavares mm-hmm. at twelve, Yarnkrock at ten, Nye's at eight. I'll, Riley's uh, up I'll, there already with seven, like the
1: I'll throw in last season's depth scoring because I still have it up. Um so outside the outside Marner Nylander, Matthews Tavares, who were top four, um, through forty six games, number five was Michael Bunting with thirty-three points. Number 6 was Kali Yankrook with 21 points. Oh, and and number 7 was Alexander Kerfoot also with oh. 21 points. And then obviously <laughs> tied with them was Riley, but he did have 15 less games played. And then after wow. that it went to Engvall, Camp, and Sandine, so I think that's uh that's interesting to think about, but I mean, it is what it is. I think the Maple Leafs had uh 30 Oh yeah, here, the Maple Leafs had 32 skaters through the first 46 games last season. Um Jeez, and uh, it didn't that. seem like it didn't they 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 only had eight that were twenty points or more through the first forty six. Oh boy, yeah. Well,
0: depth scoring's been an issue, and like we talked about last uh, last episode, doesn't look like they're mm-hmm. getting any help. No. Nope. Uh, so we'll see how that rides out. Obviously, a be- better week uh, this past week, uh, yeah. but not too many games coming up. It's Winnipeg um, tomorrow or tonight when you guys will be hearing this. Um, And then that's their last game before the NHL All-Star break. And then uh, they come back on the Monday after. So I think it's February 5th. Mm -hmm. But until then, only one game of Leafs hockey to watch. But there will be plenty of hockey going on in the city of Toronto. Of course, hosting the All-Star festivities. Yeah. And uh, plenty of Leafs involved.
1: Yeah, it seems like like the Maple Leafs have had their... Well, I, I don't even want to say big five, obviously, because Deveres is not going, but Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Riley, the new core all, four all going in with Matthews voted as the Atlantic captain, uh, and then the other three voted in via the fan vote. Um and then Morgan Riley will be Austin Matthews uh his assistant captain along with I think Justin Bieber as the co-captain which shocker I think I I th- I don't think anybody had any doubts considering the All-Star jerseys Whoa. this year were 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 uh were Drew House right yeah. so which, so, potentially
0: yep. hot take. I kind of like them. The name and number on the back, absolutely not, but I, I no like the, the yeah. design on the
1: front. I think there's um, one or two jerseys. I, I can't remember. I think it's the, the, the blue and the white ones look good, but I don't know. The red one, just... I don't know what it looks like. It looks like a, something... Yeah, I don't even know... It, it looks just,
0: like the and Red Star jersey. I Steve Dangle pointed that out, like and I that, can't yeah. unsee it. I yeah, didn't I, see it I'm before, but... I'm not a um, fan of
1: those ones, but I know the... the white the the white jersey with the the, nice. with the yellow Blue's logo nice. jer- with the yellow logo and the blue one as well what's the other color uh is it black i think it's black
0: i can't think of it all of a sudden
1: no it's it's yellow it's yellow on yellow
0: oh okay I, I, yeah
1: that one yeah the red one and the yellow one i do not like um but i do like the white one and the blue one
0: yeah, I'm uh, hoping to get a blue uh, sometime, not the right now be because cool. they're three hundred dollars. Yeah, um, hope, but uh, like all, all all star jerseys, they they go on sale, and you'll find them at like the thrift store in a year or two. Yeah, um, but it, on the topic of Bieber being the co captain or celebrity captain, whatever they're called, I actually mm-hmm. thought it's funny that Will Arnett's still involved. It, yeah, it Will was, Arnett narrated yeah. the Leafs documentary and is yeah. one of the biggest like celebrity Leafs fans out there. And guess who he's co captaining with? Future guess, Leaf
1: Connor McDavid. Of, of course. Yeah, it's crazy to think about <laughs> it. I just uh it was over the break actually when I went to the Leafs game against the Senators. Um or yes, it was the Senators during December. Um it, there had to have been something that was going on in Toronto where all these guys were there because every single co-captain or celebrity co-captain was at the Maple Leaf game that night and i had oh. no idea about it i it figured cuz might have been a promo for all-star i don't know cuz there was nothing to do with all-star they must have just been all all downtown in regards of being selected and they were kind of just getting the overview of what was happening um and then it did it ended up coming out what 3 weeks later that they were all going to be the co-captains so um obviously <laughs> it was decided far far beforehand but it was crazy to think though that uh that when they showed everybody on the jumbotron that those would be the four captains but they made nothing of it and uh That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was crazy, and I'm just I'm just re- revisioning it now because I do remember them showing uh, Justin at the game with Haley, and then Will Arnett was there, um, and then so were the other captains. So it's crazy to think about that.
0: That's weird, because yeah, it's Tate McRae from Calgary and Michael Bublé from Vancouver. So
1: yep, they were yeah, interesting that they were there. Yeah, I know. It's just looking back at it, I think it's interesting.
0: Yeah, but uh, back to the the All-Star game itself. Uh, Anthony kind of mentioned it but didn't officially uh, list them, but Mitch Marner and William Nylander were the other two voted in who are not going to be a part of any captains or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Matthews and Riley doing so. Um, so I believe the captain is the, like, I'm not sure exactly how they're doing it. They haven't really announced it, but they brought back the All-Star draft. So yeah. I, with four teams, I would assume it's the captains, like, and then their co-captains or alternates whatever are like all on the same team essentially already and then they're just mm-hmm. they're picking the other ones um but before the game actually happens the skills comp on the friday night um I'll cut this out just lost my Train of thought uh, Friday night. Uh, There's actually only two Leafs involved, and uh, Anthony was listing them off to me beforehand uh, before sort of recording here. There's only 12 players involved in the Mm -hmm. skills comp, which is a little bit, I think that's a new way of doing it. Uh, I want to say previously they just had like everyone involved, but you'd only participate in like two or three events. Now it's just 12 guys doing all the events. And yeah. I haven't seen if they're doing anything new or different because I know was it if it was no last year I was in Vegas last year was Florida, or whatever year they had it in Vegas when they did like the the card game thing, yes, and the, the shooting on the fountains. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing anything like that uh, this year. Although I do I heard from a couple of buddies they play shitty with uh, on the outdoor rinks here in downtown Toronto that Nathan Phillips Square is supposedly closed for some All Star thing tonight. So I'm not sure if there's anything like secret that they're doing down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but should just be a typical all-star skills comp, uh, Matthews and Willie will both be in there, both doing the fastest skater, mm. uh, hardest shot will be cool, I know Neilander has a very underrated hard shot um, I think it will be fun to see Matthews participate in the shooting challenge, I forget exactly what it's called right now where you take out the targets Yeah. Uh, hopefully you could win that, kind of kind of like a Vladdy Guerrero in the home run derby and finally mm-hmm. get one of those under his belt uh, but yeah, should it be, should be a fun watch both the yeah. skills comp and the game
1: yeah, obviously the skill events are fastest skater, hardest shot, there's a stick handling event, there's a one-timer event, there's oh. a passing challenge, and there's an NHL accuracy shooting. Is the one-timer uh, new
0: then? I don't think Yeah, done it, that it must
1: be. It must be. But yeah, I know reading this article here, it has, uh, like you did mention, instead of spreading out the all-stars, for, or the 44 total all-stars, they're only going to pick 12 that compete uh, in total. And then obviously the top... Uh, the top five in each event get points and then in the end the player with the most uh points uh it's actually the top eight of the 12 that get the most points in those challenges end up to the or or sorry end up going to the uh final event which is the honda shootout challenge oh, or sorry not the okay. final event sorry i'm reading this now it is not the final events right nope. it's just okay. e it's like the semi-final events almost which is like the shootout um and then again it'll be placed uh placing equals a certain amount of points and then the top six will end up to the final event and that is the nhl obstacle course
0: oh that's how they're doing it this year okay the uh-huh. obstacle course is always fun uh there's no goalie challenges here because i know there was like the save streak thing I, I liked that
1: i don't think there is a goalie challenge in regards to the skills competition we might see something Damn. at some point for the goalies but i don't think that the goalies are involved other than maybe being the dummies shoot, on some of be these the ones. shootout one yeah yeah
0: but yeah, that wouldn't be like a... The save streak was fun. Because like the yeah. guys would just try stupid shit, and then like you rack up... I forget what the record was, but it was like 11 or 12 saves. I think Flurry won it the one year. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, that's all for the skills comp. But the night before should be pretty exciting as well. Like I said, with the All-Star Draft coming back, um, I'll actually be there in attendance, going with, uh, again, my buddy Jason, nice photographer. I believe his Instagram is like Seto or something like Bro's that. Plugging you can just, in like, his voice. Jason Seto, yeah. Hey, he's shooting the Raptors game tonight. He, d- he does good work. Uh, going with him and my girlfriend Casey, we're going to go to the NHL All-Star Thursday. So it's the All-Star Draft is the first mm-hmm. component of it. Uh, and then there's some like NHLPA alumni award they're giving out. Uh, but the, like, the headlining of that award is that they're honoring the 1967 Leafs Stanley Cup winning team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be pretty cool. Of course those banners are all up in the arena And it's the last one they've put up uh, mm. <laughs> So that, that, that'll that be pretty fun Despite uh, my Habs fan girlfriend Will uh, be making fun of me About that all night uh, But then the PWHL 3 on 3 showcase Will be pretty cool too um, they actually just announced the other day they're going to be playing a uh, Toronto Montreal PWHL game later mm-hmm. on in February at Scotiabank sweet. Arena. So seeing them sweet, take that yeah. ice uh, for the three on three showcase will be pretty cool. They've always done, or not always, but they've done a good job recently, including the the women's players in the skills yeah. comp. Like I think, uh, yeah, in the All Star festivities, it was the skills comp only for a little past a little bit. wasn't the I Wasn't the fastest
1: skater a couple years ago? That Kept was Coin Schofield.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she, yeah, the her times weren't like officially included, but she did set. The, the the fastest skater time that season. Well, I, she, I, I remember she,
1: she was faster than some of the some of the like actual NHL skaters too. I remember. Yeah. I think, no, I'm pretty for, sure.
0: Oh, sorry. No, there was somebody else. It was a different competition. She was like testing it. I think it was the shooting one. I forget mm. who it was, but no, Kendall's School coin Schoolfield was was like. Natalie Spooner there. was
1: there, and then there was somebody else. I can't remember now.
0: Is this 2019? This is this was like a couple years mm. back now.
1: Yeah, I remember this because I remember. I don't know exactly. I could have swore one of them beat out like Clayton Keller or something in the fastest skater because Keller blew out or something. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Um, but no, they, but they I do they remember involved, them involved, so that's cool. Yeah, that's they've involved the women, the women's players for quite a while now, and so now having, mm-hmm. of course, the official PWHL league, which is what the NHL's wanted. They didn't want this like dueling PHF and, yeah. and players association. They've said for a long time now, they'll support if it's just one league and we've got yeah. it. So it's cool to see them involved. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be involved like around the draft or in, around the game at all, but that'll be mm-hmm. cool on the Thursday night. Um, also going to the fan fest at the Toronto Metro convention that I think it's called. Yeah, that'll be yep. pretty cool. Hopefully you get to see some players. Uh, if I do, I'll probably shoot some pictures over to Anthony to put on socials. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it'll be pretty cool. We're going to watch the skills comp at the watch party there. Hopefully watch Matthews and Willie win some, them, win some of those awards. And then Saturday, I guess we'll see if I watch the game. We'll see how entertaining it is. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think the game's been heavily watched uh, the past no, couple no, years. If,
1: if anything, it's usually... I know I know personally uh, in, in, in high school, the All-Star weekend always seemed to fall on the same weekend of... Uh, my exam schedule so it, oh, it was yeah. all it was always hard to it was always hard to follow along with the all-star game but but if anything like i know i'll definitely tune in for the draft i'll definitely tune in for the skills competition um as yeah, for the, the game, game itself is as hippie. for the game itself is, is <laughs> if you only because the players like they're all there having fun so they're never they're never really actually trying They're also like all um,
0: hungover, so yeah i was gonna say even if they wanted to try they're not gonna be able to
1: i was gonna say like when you're in, when you're in vegas and when you're in florida for these all-star games i understand it but when you're in toronto I mean, and you go to the loose I don't really know what else is there but I
0: mean <laughs> no there's uh, some there, there's some pretty good clubs and stuff that are not they're in our up tax at Rebel or something no there's some like Even high higher. end yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> to say remember these guys are all millionaires they got the money to go spend some of these uh big fancy institutions but uh of course no it's also Pro Bowl weekend which I know that's also dying out but like I yeah. think there's some also something happening on Thursday in the NFL and then the Pro Bowl and like the Flag football and the dodgeball and all that's the Sunday mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Um, so the NHL is not directly competing against that like they used to because yeah. everything used to be Saturday night skills comp Sunday all star game. It was like so mid versus mid because that. never nobody yeah. ever tuned into either one. To either one, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's in Toronto. It's the first time it's been here. I want to say since 2000. So the first time yeah. in either of our lifetimes. Uh, probably won't be coming back for quite a while. So. I'm gonna get down and enjoy it. I don't think you're able to make it up for anything. No, probably, I am two
1: hours away and I would be coming yeah. down, but uh unfortunately I do have class on the Friday, so Tough. I would I wouldn't have been able to come until Friday night at the earliest, but uh but obviously not, not dropping three, four hundred dollars on going to the skills competition. If anything no, I would have no, done what that's you were why doing and, that's why I'm going to the fanfest. Fan fest, I think that would be pretty cool. I think you gotta uh I think you gotta find ticket. a way to you gotta, you gotta find a way to plug our podcast into some of these guys, maybe even get a video of them saying <laughs> saying it or something. Carlton's corner. We'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. Like Jack and our I group chat will take a
0: surprise photo of Austin Matthews and just say Carlton's corner. Yeah, exactly. Gotta
1: him. gotta get like a gotta make like a poster with Carlton's corner, get some of them to hold it up for a picture or something. <laughs> yeah. I think they'll
0: be Honestly, cool. yeah, not a bad idea. Print the logo, get them to sign it. Yeah, why not? So we'll, I see, think we'll, that's see. Cool. we'll see what I can what I can try and pull out here. See if I get let in with a sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably have to yeah, pass through security and get it confiscated.
1: I mean, if I was there, I wouldn't let you in, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. (laughs) Oh, well. Good thing you're not there. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. All right.
0: Well, uh, because of the the all-star festivities, like I said, there's no games uh, other than uh, tomorrow night's matchup against Winnipeg until February 5th, so we're probably going to skip a week. I don't think anyone wants to hear us talk about a game that's going to be a week old by that point, and then... We'd be recording on Friday when I, A, yeah. wouldn't be able to, and then B, be, what, predicting the skills comp that yeah, will have exactly. already happened by the time the podcast <laughs> drops, so yeah. no point. So yeah. we're skipping a week to uh, finally get back to you when there is some Leafs hockey to talk about, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully they can go into the Ulster break staying hot, pick up a win on the road in Winnipeg, and then uh, we'll see what they do coming back out of it. Yep, so any, and, any, uh, any final words?
1: I mean, I know it's not really hawk related, but uh, I'm just glad that Alex will not be saying "Go Bills" on the podcast oh, for the next little bit. No. I just had to get that in there as the last laugh. But uh, of course, but uh, no, the I guy think goes that's, to a think... Bills fan, Bills game, <laughs> and has
0: to. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, it was a fun game to go to, but uh, you know, sure tailgating, with tailgating no with Jason Kelsey was interesting, but uh, <laughs> but not, but yeah, obviously, with the Bills losing and then having to sit in three hours of, of parking lot traffic is not Ooh not boy. not a fun way to end the night. But uh, oh, well. but I'm just I'm just I'm just glad Alex will not talk about it for the rest God of the uh, for the next little bit at least. Uh, but I mean, hey, it is what it is, and uh, I think I think as for what you said in us not returning for next week, I think it'll be. Uh, greatly appreciated as we'll just sit here and continue to talk over absolutely nothing because nothing will be happening other than the uh, game against Winnipeg tomorrow. So, um, yeah, like you said, we'll get back to uh, the weekend or, yeah, for the weekend after the All Star game. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys then.
0: Yeah, sounds good. And I'll still give a, a go B at the end here with a go buds. And with uh, that, we'll see you guys in a few weeks.